You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. We're live. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. We're going to drink a fine whiskey and smoke a really fine cigar. It is time for happy hour. It is the Man Cave Happy Hour Whiskey Cigar Spirits, the stories that go along with it. I'm Jamie Flanagan. Hey, I'm Matt Fox. Matt Fox, guess what we are doing? We are doing our Man Cave Happy Hour for the first time. In our very own Man Cave, and... We got a first phone call. We got guests. It's the (laughs) Kentucky Bourbon Boys. Get that phone. Yes, sir. Here we go. Tim, hey, it's Jamie Flanagan and Matt Fox, and... uh, Thanks for coming and joining us in the Man Cave. How are you, sir? Hey, it's good to see you guys, or at least talk to you here. I'm yeah. trying to get back to work, but it's not connecting. Oh, yeah, that's just, it's just going to be audio. Okay. All right, so, cool. yeah, yeah, it's just going to be an uh, audio feed for, for today. We can we can try to get all fancy with uh, the visuals uh, <laughs> another time. So, uh, Tim, Tim, is it Hagen? It is, All right. and uh, one of our other business partners here is uh, Ethan, and uh, his last name is Pardue. Uh, How are you? Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, we're good, man. It's uh, we're excited. We're up here in uh, we're up here in Michigan, and uh, we do a little show called the Man Cave Happy Hour, and uh, we just got connected. We have a mutual friend. Yes, yes, uh, we do. A dear friend of uh, the Man Cave, and uh, a friend of yours as well. And uh, Beth Underwood yes. from uh, Talk Bourbon to me. And she knows her stuff. Yeah, and she she's really like, does. she goes, I got some fellas you fellas should be talking <laughs> to. And so, uh, Tim, Ethan, I'm so glad you were able to uh, to hang out with us. And then we were doing a little research, and uh, the Kentucky Bourbon Boys, oh. man, you guys are a party down there. It is a, it is a, it's a, an amazing um opportunity for folks to come down here and be taken care of and not have to worry right. and have fun. And uh, almost every trip we hear somebody say something to the effect of we're coming back and we're bringing some person with us or some group with us. Wow. wow. So, so the Kentucky Bourbon, uh, the Kentucky Bourbon Boys and the, the Kentucky Bourbon Trail, it's a it's a, a set of tours that you guys uh, operate. Is that is that my understanding? So what is the Kentucky Bourbon Boys? So we, we help facilitate people's day, whatever they want that to be. Um, obviously, we specialize in bourbon tours. We'll take them to the distilleries of their choosing, or we'll recommend them for them if they want. Um, but we'll also take people wherever else they want to go while they're here um, for whatever a good time <laughs> means for them, which sometimes that's the grocery store because they, uh, they need some breakfast items for their, their lodging location, or right. uh, we stop by a local liquor store and... They want to scout out some bourbons maybe they can't find, uh, you know, in the part of the country they're visiting from. So uh, we just will take them wherever they'd like to go. Wow, that's great. Um, so you guys, the Kentucky Bourbon Trail is very, it's it's long, right? So how many regions within Kentucky uh, do the Kentucky Bourbon Boys operate in? Well, the last we uh, heard, there were 64 distilleries in Kentucky. But um, I think that only? number's updated. <laughs> And uh, they are spread from Appalachia 
to Western Kentucky. My goodness! So that some of that's a little too far for us to travel because we don't want to we don't want to make an all day driving tour out of it. So, right, right. Uh, we limit it to the Louisville area, and you got to say Louisville if you're going to come down here. It's, you don't say Louisville or anything right. strange like that. You got to say it like the locals do. <laughs> Louisville, and yeah. uh, and there are about nine or ten. Uh, distilleries in this vicinity mm -hmm. and we make a day of that or we'll head to the east into horse country and um, that's about an hour away wow and then also we might head down to bardstown to the south region uh, which is the bourbon capital of the world by the way mm -hmm. and uh, named america's best small town multiple times it's it's really a, a pretty cool place and home of the bourbon festival so, so you really couldn't um, you really couldn't do the old Forester Distillery and then the Four Roses Distillery in the same day because they are really kind of too far apart to do. Do I understand that properly? If I mean we could start it like Old Forester and then go all the way out, but then we're not. That's we'll just work a lot. with people how they want to because I mean it's close for us. We're starting in the rural area anyway. Sure, sure. And so we can, but there is quite a distance between a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. We, we try to make sure that people are we're limiting the drive time so that once we get into a vicinity for touring uh the hops from one location to another are short so right. that they can get to the next place and get on the next tour or the next tasting or lunch or whatever which actually and, actually you know, Forest, old forester is a brown foreman product mm. and so uh, getting in there is really tough so we drink uh, lots of old forester, but we don't take many tours there. <laughs> so uh, on your website, you guys, you know, you, you can do up to three distilleries in a day. So yeah, that's just because of the region and what they pick. So where, where would be the ones that you would want folks to go to first when they were first experiencing the Kentucky Bourbon Trail? We get that question all the time. And what, you know, what is your favorite distillery? What's your favorite bourbon? And that's, really impossible to answer because they're all fantastic yes. in their own way. And, uh, you know, all the big names mm -hmm. like, you know, Woodford and Buffalo trace makers, Jim Bean, yep. Evan Hill, those, all those big name places at wild Turkey, they're all great. Um, and it really, we start, people call us and say, where should we go? Or they call and say, we got to go to makers and beans. So that, you know, that's an easy one to sort out. Sure. But a lot of times people say, uh, I like this whiskey, but I don't really know where I want to go and I want unique experiences. Excellent. And then we start talking about the many other options out there. It's fantastic. So this whole, the Kentucky Bourbon Boys, that really started with a family, a Hagen family outing in 2011. Do I understand that right? Yes. Oh. And um, it was shortly after I turned 21, we all got to, er, most of the men in the family got together and made a big trip. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we had my cousin, Tim's daughter, Laura, drive us around. And we did the bourbon trail in two days. Because at the time, the bourbon trail was only six facilities. Right. Right. That was in 2011, so, right? 2011. And, and we you said there were 64. We poured Coke in our bourbon then. We couldn't even talk about it. Ah. And, uh, <laughs> You know, there were nine guys in the van, and she drove, and uh, we can't tell you everything that happened that day oh. because we might <laughs> shut our business down. Oh. <laughs> but it, we had a lot of fun. And um, so we got, after you got your six 
stamps, then you mail in your passport mm-hmm. and you get a free T-shirt from the Bourbon Trail. So, of course, we had to do that, right? Of course. So we get our T-shirt and people start hearing us talking about it and asking us, hey, why don't you plan an, another one and we can go? So that grew into, we, I knew somebody with a school bus and we took 30-something people on a school bus and went down and did several distilleries one day and that was a lot of fun and it was very unique to say the least um so we grew from there uh with the social group Mm -hmm. and uh, we have an outing this friday actually uh to go to a new location it's got um, a lot of restaurants in it it's uh, gonna be fun and we wear our shirts and we make a scene of course and um we don't know how many people show up. There are about 120 people in the social group, and any combination of that crew might appear at one of our events. So you jump from 2011 to 2015. I was going to say 14. Yeah. We started 15. talking about it. 15, yeah. put it into motion. Yeah, so we put it into motion in 15, and then our first tour was in 16, oddly enough and it was with Australians. Ah. <laughs> and we were on a Google search on page seven back then. Wow. So we don't, I don't know today how they found us, but they did. And that was our first official tour as a business. And um, we did 22 tours that year. Crikey. And we thought we, were, we thought we were great. And uh, that was in 16. And we've had exponential growth since then. And it's you know, 200% growth every year. And My it's goodness. Just, we can hardly keep up with the request now. So <laughs> are, you, are you guys hiring? It turned into, it's been really busy, and it's and it's a lot of fun because we're meeting really neat people from all over the country and all over the world. That's great. So, all right. So, Tim, Ethan, uh, we want to turn to you from from time to time and and, and kind of find out what's going on because we're we're a little uh, uh, lost in the in the fog up here in, in Michigan. We don't <laughs> we don't we don't get all the news from the Bourbon Trail, so we want to be able to check in with you guys from time to time and, and find out what's going on because uh, today in in Michigan, in the next twenty four hours, we're about to get about eight inches of snow. Which means uh, oh, spring is in the air, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, so, but looking ahead to the spring, and as as the spring season kicks in, and I'm sure when that's that's when your tours kick in uh, a little bit more. Um, what what's 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 new coming up that uh, do you know about coming up for for the spring for the the Kentucky Bourbon Trail? There's a lot because <laughs> I know I know there's a couple new tasting rooms that have opened up, uh, and more distilleries are expanding yeah, yeah. their tasting rooms. So just one or two things that 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 you're like ah when we do tours this spring, this is what we got to show people. Oh wow, I'm trying to figure out where to start. <laughs> Hill, Bullet, Heaven Hill is opening. Uh, they're under construction through 2020, but they've opened up two new tasting rooms. They're just beautiful mm. and. Um, it's going to be really nice when they finish with a deck um, um, casing bar up on the roof of the place and a restaurant. And we're seeing lots of restaurants are coming in now and being added and hotels are in the works. So Mm. the distilleries, when our Californians visit, they say, this looks just like wine country did when it took off. And that's, that's pretty exciting to see because we hear people say what what's going to happen is it going to bust and then this all falls apart on you and it's like no way this is this is just getting started it's here to stay sure that's awesome so so that 
so that is one heaven hell but uh barton's in seven banks 1792 and they are Sazerac company and they are planning to build a new event space so a lot of them are putting in event spaces buffalo trace has done a 1.2 billion dollar renovation over the past year and that finishes up here in the spring and so uh 1.2 billion that's just mind-blowing oh yeah because in 2017 that's how much was spent in the state among all the distilleries Hmm. and now buffalo trace is finishing that amount of upgrade and renovation all on their own Hmm. so that everybody is adding on building new visitor centers building uh, uh, food venues uh they're adding decks for live music um so the whole thing just is expanding wow. faster than we can keep up with. Just downtown here in Louisville, two new places have opened up where you can go order anything. And uh, one is Justin's House of Bourbon. And the other one it opened up today. It's, it's called Doc's Bourbon Room. <laughs> and it's on Whiskey Row down on Main Street. So there's just more and more things being added. Bourbon-themed hotel. It just opened here in Louisville called Distill. Um, so you you name it, it's it's hopping. <laughs> that sounds, and we sounds like so much fun, man. <laughs> this year, his name is Chuck, and he just came in. So, hey, Chuck. Uh, this is Jamie and Matt. Hey, Jamie. Hey, Matt. Hey, how are you, Chuck? (laughs) Thanks for joining us. So, Chuck, we were just uh, putting Tim and Ethan uh, on the spot and and telling them, uh, having them tell us uh, coming up this spring, um, out of the innovations happening on the Bourbon Trail, what's what's one thing you're you're really looking forward to and looking forward to sharing with people uh, on the Bourbon Trail uh, this coming year? Boy, one thing is. That's really. Hard. <laughs> I love that it's that hard. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. so excited that it's that hard to talk about. There's so many. Yeah. There's so many. Yeah, I think I think for me, what what I love that's happening. Like one is, you know, Tim was talking a little bit about this, but is the growth of the industry has caused upgrades across every single distillery that mm-hmm. you can go back even within three to six months time, and you will see something different even if you went on the same tour. I've been on, you know, I've been to the same distillery multiple times um, over the last several years, and they keep getting better, and they keep changing. The the other, like, kind of innovative thing would be all of the distilleries that have opened up that are maybe, you know, small batch distilleries. Mm. We love giving a variety to our customers, so we'll take them to one of the big players, right? We'll sure. take them to Heaven Hill. We'll take them to Jim Beam. Um, we'll take them to Maker's Mark. Buffalo Trace, they love it. But then we also love taking them to some of those small distilleries in the yeah. same tour so that they can just see the difference in scale and intimacy, you know, get to talk to some of the master distillers. We love taking our customers to Three Boys. Um, it's that, that part of it feels innovative to me as well, is just all these distilleries that are popping up um, of various sizes. Well, to go we from six people. to go from six distilleries in 2011 to over 64 plus now, just five years later, six, well, ten years later. Oh my gosh! It, it keeps. It's going to keep on growing. It's going to keep on evolving. So, uh, over the next number of years, where does Kentucky Bourbon Boy see itself in the next five to ten years as well? You know, as you evolve in with with the industry. Well, we are we're a family business, right? Mm-hmm. So. Part of this has been learning how to 
how to do this thing. Mm -hmm. And then the next problem was how to deal with growth and then how to deal with exponential growth. Um, and in our first year we had to rent vans because we didn't, we didn't have any money we didn't have any equipment. And, um, now we keep buying vans (laughs) and we've hired our first employee. So instead of us all, tag teaming everything. Now we have someone who is working for us to book tours and streamline for us and deal with the technology and the communication and improve our, our product and right. then also increase sales. That's fantastic. And she's already knocking that out of the park. She happens to be one of my other daughters too, by the way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> keeping it in the family. That's keeping good. Keeping it in the family. Absolutely. And Chuck, and Chuck's wife. So now Chuck's getting some extra work because he's helping her with some things. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I think that the one thing I would add to that is, you know, you, you mentioned it, extreme growth mm-hmm. in the industry. We see ourselves in the same way. Um, we have grown at an, an equal pace over the years. And, and there's a lot of cool things that we're going to be doing in 2020. Um, I don't know, Tim, if you already talked about this, but, yeah. you know, we're really interested in getting a more public tour option mm-hmm. um, with a partnership we have with um, Distill and, and the Marriott chain downtown on the, on Main Street in downtown Louisville. So that's, a, that's another, you know, market that we're getting into. A lot of folks, a lot of, uh, you know, potential customers, uh, people coming into Louisville, maybe they're working at a conference, they have a Saturday how do we get that public tour option? So that could be another, uh, what we're looking at, especially with so many distilleries in downtown Louisville now. Um, custom private experiences. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of people. So if you would come down, we could shoot uh, clay pigeons with you and then take you over to a barbecue place and then take you to distillery tour and drink bullet whiskey. So and cigar shots. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. You're like singing my song down there, fellas. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, custom tours, you know, how do we get that how do we get that experience that you'll not get anywhere else except right. with the Kentucky Birdman? Yeah. Like I said earlier, we want to facilitate your day, your weekend, whatever whatever fun means to you while you're here, we want to make that happen for you. So if that means three distilleries for you, cool. If that means one distillery, mm-hmm. a, a cigar shop to go smoke for a bit and then go shoot clays or whatever. Or maybe you want a fancy dinner after everything. We'll, we'll do what you want and work with you to make it your day. That's great. That's absolutely fantastic. So if someone wanted to book a tour, you know, what is one of some of the easiest ways for them to reach out and, and really kind of understand how they can make that experience uh, a reality? Well, for, first of all, uh, we've been really blessed that uh, things have gone great, and people have been so happy that if you look at TripAdvisor reviews, you really get a good idea of what people – what their experiences are like and what they say about us. And that I tell people, Hey, if you're, and people shop and that's, they should shop. And we tell them just take a look and see what people say. And then you'll see that we're going to, we're going to make sure we take care of you and we treat you like family. And that's part of our, our business model is that we're not going to worry about the bottom line as much as the experience and that people leave here and they, they've had a great experience and, you know, when we see people in the van have their phone out looking at Zillow and looking at properties and saying, we could move here and look what we could get for our money. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cheaper cost of living than it is in Michigan, I'll tell you that. right? Oh, so yeah. We see that a lot. So, no snow. You know, that's what we want. Is that people have a great experience. And, 
And Ethan, tell them about three boys. You mentioned three boys a minute ago, and we'll take people to a lot of big name distilleries, but they'll come out of three boys farm distillery and say that's the most fun thing we did today. Yeah, sure, please. Yeah, so we have a we have a good relationship. Have you all ever heard of Three Boys Farm? No, no, no. I figured not. A lot of people have it when they come here, but it is it is a hidden gem um, in bourbon country. A lot of times, people will show up and they'll. What's your favorite bourbon center? Like, what's a spot that we're not going to hear about, or what's a unique experience? And so I immediately know where I'm taking them. I take them to Three Boys Farm and have them go meet Ross, the owner there. Um, and it's just, it's a completely different spot than anything else you're going to see on the bourbon trail or anywhere else in bourbon country. But it's, it's a good time. It's much more relaxed. It's a good spot. You go in, do some uh, tastings right out of barrels. It's a good time. Mm. And Ross welcomes people to come smoke cigars. Like in his barn, he, he loves that. He wants you to just come have a good time and feel like you're just hanging out with a friend rather than the the more like commercial structured, experience, yeah. structured experience. Wow. Yeah. So um, to find out and, and build that day with us, the best place to go is our website, uh, KentuckyBourbonBoys.com. You get right on the website. It's super easy from that point to plan your tour um the phone number is right on the website as well so you can either book directly online or um you can call the number or uh submit an inquiry and somebody will get back with you immediately so it'll be either be my wife um or tim directly yeah. wow that is that's awesome i just i really look forward to it it's been on my it's been on my uh, uh list here for a couple of years to to get down and do the the bourbon tour, and it's just uh, one thing or another. Summers have summers have slipped away, and we haven't been able to do it. But yeah, uh, they have. I think uh, well, it's I, not a long it's not a long drive down here for you guys. No, it's, it's, it's not. Michigan all the time, man. It's not. I mean, it's it's as close to get to you as it is to get to our uh, you know Upper Peninsula that we go to all the time to go camping. So. Um, it isn't that challenging of a drive. We just gotta, just gotta do it. And, uh, yeah. So well, we can help you with, we can help you with hotels and, uh, we, we give people some advice on Airbnbs or hotels mm-hmm. or VRBOs or whatever. But then we also talk about where should you go eat dinner? And, um, you know, if you come in as tourists, you might see the, you know, the typical mm. places, but we've also got a lot of suggestions. Louisville's really become a food town, and there are a ton of great restaurants here, and I tell people even the Italian restaurants have a ton of bourbon, so everybody <laughs> has bourbon. You don't have to look for it here. Everybody has it, and you just walk down Whiskey Row on Main Street and, and throw a rock, you hit five places that you could go to. Yeah. So we help people with, even with, um, you know, they, we get a lot of calls from people that are celebrating special events in their life, uh, which is, I mean, we get bachelor parties and, and some bachelorette parties, but it's amazing how many 40th birthday celebrations and they bring 30 people. Wow. And I'm like, I don't know 30 people that go anywhere with me for there to celebrate <laughs> my birthday. Uh-huh. <laughs> This past year, I drove an 80th birthday with 10 people. Wow. So I love we that. We get a lot of that. People retired, and they're so, it's their retirement trip or it's their bucket list to come to Kentucky. And, and you know, we didn't used to always hear that kind of thing. So we're getting a lot of that international now, too. We've got groups coming from the U.K. Bourbon Society and the Sweden, the um, Nordic uh, Bourbon Society from Sweden. 
And uh, a lot of bourbon clubs, Australia, I mean, they're coming from all over the place and setting up a tours for a week. Wow. And they want to hit all kinds of things. And so, we, you know, by the end of that week, they've hit at least 15 to 20 distilleries. My goodness. Stay hydrated a lot like, of after a week. Of a lot of <laughs> well, there's usually some napping goes on on the way back every end of the day. So it's pretty quiet in the van on the way back to Louisville every That's time. Cool. You can see the heads bobbing behind you. Every time. <laughs> That's great. It. I love it. All right. So I was emailing we, with Tim earlier. We would love him. Yeah. yeah. I was emailing with Tim earlier. So we'll, we'll, we'll wind up with, with Tim. But Ethan... Chuck, I want to ask you guys a question. Uh, for a, a daily drinker, right? Because it's like, what's your favorite bourbon or what's the best? I mean, they're, they're, it's so hard to answer that. But mm-hmm. uh, on the shelf, the daily drinker, uh, something you go to that, that, that it's tried and true for you. What's a, what's a, daily, a, a good daily drinker for you as far as a, a, a nice Kentucky bourbon goes? People tell me I'm a crazy drinker because I like something that kicks me in the teeth. I like uh, I like barrel proofs. I like really high proof. I yeah. like real spicy. I like uh, I like bullets barrel proof or barrel strength. All right. the heat. Yes, that's one of my go tos. All right. For me, the three that popped into my head are one Michter's, just the Michter's bourbon. Yeah, that's Ooh. a great one. Um, I really like Russell's Reserve Ten Year. Okay. Um, and then of course, like if I'm going weeded. Weller's Special Reserve is just an easy, uh, great-tasting bourbon all the time. So those yeah. those are three that are sitting up on my kitchen counter that I'll that I'll go to daily drink. The Weller's is uh, in Michigan uh, a, a limited, more limited release. It's hard to get your mitts on that one uh, all the time up here uh, in Michigan. Uh, it, it's uh, it, they come in and then then they go quickly. So uh, I have I, I was lucky to have a bottle of it last year. And it went. Yeah. So, Tim, you I had emailed you earlier and asked you, and you said um, that you like Old Foresters, the 1019. Yeah, actually, it's 1910. No, it's a dyslexia <laughs> boy here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're an English teacher. That's it's okay, it. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're an English teacher? Well, I used to be a principal, so I'm going to have to talk to you about that. <laughs> 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 so, uh, yeah, 1910 – came out a year ago mm-hmm. um, and immediately flew off the shelves and then you couldn't find it anywhere. And I, I picked it up just to try it and it was phenomenal. And the story is that in 1910, um, Brown Foreman, they had a fire hmm. and they had some whiskey that was sitting in a vat that they, they were going to bottle and they couldn't because of the fire. So they put it in some uh, used barrels that were sitting and they had torched the barrels had been torched. I mean, they were like, they were charred to a cinder and then they left them in there for, I don't know how long. And uh, then when they got it out, it was fantastic. So that was in 1910. And so Brown Foreman brought that back last year and recreated it. And they, they left the fire part out, but they, uh, they took some whiskey that was ready to bottle, and then they re-barreled it again in a, in a second barrel and then let it sit. And it brings out a lot of caramel flavors and vanilla and just really phenomenal, smooth drink. And um, anytime I talk somebody into trying it, they, they fall in love with it. Yeah, and, I, we uh, uh, Matt and I... Fun. 
Matt and I like to do uh, do a thing called uh, just a taste, and we uh, we'll, we'll pull pull a bottle off a off a shelf or in a bar, call up a, a pour a something we haven't had before, and that's kind of why I asked you that to to see what you said. And we haven't tried Old Foresters before. Uh, I couldn't, I didn't come across a nineteen ten. I stopped at a couple party stores on my way down here. Uh, <laughs> I made a couple of pit stops, and uh, but I did grab the Old Forester, uh, the one hundred proof. Um, so yeah, how much really how nice. much knowledge do you guys have of each of these distilleries, or do you leave it up to uh, you know the 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 hosts there to kind of share the stories, or how how much do you know? And, and is there something you can tell us about Old, old Forester and uh, Brown Foreman folks? Well, uh, Brown Foreman is like uh, an icon here in Louisville. Been around forever. Really supportive of the of the arts and the community. Um, you know, sponsor uh, the Center for the Arts programming and um, lots of goodwill for the community. And um, there are numerous facilities here that have the Brown Foreman name on them mm-hmm. or the old Forester <clears throat> name. And so a lot of jobs here too. And um, But when we tour somewhere, we we get a lot of questions on the way. And we try not to steal all their thunder. <laughs> so we tell we tell some stories, but but when we get there, we know their staff is going to take the group, and then they're going to tell their specific story they want them to know. Got it. My goodness. So um, yeah, so we have the we we poured the the old forester. I don't know if you guys have glasses uh, around you, but uh, we kind of wanted to yep. to toast you and uh, share a dram here, um, just kind of saying thanks for. Uh, joining us, and uh, I'd I, I love to have you guys on more. We want to maybe have you just kind of walk us through a, a couple of the tour stops, I mean, in, in future calls, and uh, just kind of, um, you know, what uh, a day in the life of uh, one of your tours, you know, hit a couple of stops virtually with you uh, as, as people are starting to think about making that trip down as I get off my backside and make a trip down there. <laughs> right. Well, listen, you all come down. We'll take care of you, and um, we'll, we'll make sure you get to see some of the places that you have to see. But like I said, they're all great, and you can just pick any of them and have a good experience. And that's the thing. We haven't, we haven't had a bad experience anywhere. It's this, the industry is really good working with each other. Mm-hmm. The good people, um, they, they support one another. They support us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we try to support them as much as we can, and it's all good for Kentucky. You know, raising a lot of tax dollars. Tourism is like the number three industry here now. Right. Um, so it's pretty pretty crazy. But uh, you know, we could talk you through like a typical one of our tour itineraries and walk through like one of them that we've done, and probably be able to tell you some funny stories about things that have happened. Oh yeah. Uh, Nobody's gotten hurt or anything, but uh, there have been some pretty hilarious things that have happened. And we we laugh right with the groups. So I'll have tears going down my face, going down the road. Because <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, Ethan, Chuck, Tim, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, like I said, I'll get a hold of you, and we will uh, definitely plan to uh, do a couple virtual stops with you because I, I want to. I want to get some more of these stories, and, and you guys are there. And then, if there's any breaking news, like hey, if this is you know, uh, you know, this is happening, oh, yeah. that's happening, that's new. Yeah, yeah. This still is leaking. Oh my gosh, was <laughs> last last year was a rough year I mean, between Rick houses falling down and 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 vats cracking. It was uh, it was it was a disaster. Disastrous year, it seems like. 
you know, Barton said they're running bad luck, but they they've got it together and they they are just the nicest people there. And uh, they had a rough go, uh, but I remember when the rickhouse fell, a lady that works in the office there told me that. A guy called him and said, hey, uh, we found one of your barrels floating in the creek in front of our house. And she said, you did not find one of our barrels floating in the creek. <laughs> so people were trying to game the system and make some money off of it, you know. But uh, uh, they didn't get away with that one. Uh, they, uh, they, they're great people, too. That's that's the nice thing about it is it's just so much fun, inter, you know, seeing all these people and telling all these stories and hearing their stories. Well, thank you. You know, as friends of the Man Cave Happy Hour, we look forward to future conversations and hearing uh, what's going on down there on the Bourbon Trail with you guys, with Kentucky Bourbon Boys. So, yeah, so the website is just uh, com, and uh, all the information is is on there. And, and guys, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. All right. Thanks for, thanks for working with us tonight. We appreciate it. Pleasure. Total pleasure. <laughs> all right, fellas. Be well. All right, thank right, you. So, Jamie. Yeah, oh, my gosh. All right, so, yeah, they they up. Yep, good. All right, yeah. Wow, they have so much fun. Yeah. All right, I'm coming back out I'm, there. I'm, yeah, I'm super excited to I, – I'm dying to go down and visit with them and then uh, just uh, do one of the tours. I, I like that. I spent it a couple of days. Um, it's, you know, Hey, all right. So I'm going to give my liver a little break. So we'll do three, three, three distilleries, three distilleries and then have a day and like maybe go pick a nicking or something. Pick a nicking. Uh, okay. Shooting, shooting, (laughs) shooting some clay pigeons. And then the next day do another three. I think that may be fun. Just kind of do three, take a break three. Um, you know, they were saying on their website, it says uh, on Sundays that it can only get in two because the distilleries actually close a little bit earlier on Sundays. Right. So you could do three on a, you know, three on a Friday, take that Saturday just to get around the town, mm-hmm. and then Sunday do two, and then you drive home. Yeah. Then, or fly home or Uber home. They're like super, a- they're like super Uber. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. They, right? Because they drive you around to all these distilleries. <laughs> <laughs> That's super Uber. That is like super <laughs> duper Uber. But we got this old Foresters 100 in front of us. That's um, spicy meatball, man. <laughs> so it's, it, it, we we sniffed it. The, and we, he mentioned the, the old Forester, the, the 1019. 1910. <laughs> Dyslexia boy. Uh, so the, the 1910. Uh, I've seen it. Like, I, I know there's a party store that has it, but I was already en route and I'm like, Ah, son of a gun. Yeah. Uh, and I was already running late in traffic this time of day. But anyway, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so I'm like, I'll stop over at a couple of the ones in, in, in close to Northfield, close to the studios. And uh, uh, they didn't have the, the 1910. There's a 1920. There's a 1910. Huh. Uh, they do – If Old Foresters does a, does a birthday bourbon every year. So they do some special bourbons really? uh, around their birthday, limited runs, uh, and nobody gave a rat's ass about them. Uh, for years, and they would they would always do them, yeah. and then you know the boom started booming uh-huh. uh, a handful of years ago. Well, even more now it's a little more than a handful of years ago, and now uh, when they release one of their birthday bourbons, it's gone. Forget about it. Yeah, can't you're paying it. you're paying throughout the out the yin yang <laughs> for 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 that out the yin yang twins uh, for that one for right. sure. Uh, it's crazy. But do you uh, can you pull up some info on yeah, the Forrester 100 actually. proof? Because he was mentioning the the 1910. 
um, it was like the going back to uh, hearkening back to uh, a barrel that was you know in the fire and a double you know actually you know double charred. He didn't say that, but it was really really toasted and charred. And um, this is uh, it's, look at it. It's, it's dark. It's dark. Yeah, but it doesn't look murky. It's not. It's it's got it, it's dark because it's going to be robust. Yeah, you know it's going to have that robust feel to it. That's where the darkness comes. There was in. an eighty six. There was the old Forester eighty six. Yeah, and then the the, the old Forester one hundred. Proof. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went with a hundred. Yeah, you know, and, and you're right, rightfully so, because if this is the only thing that you're going to do tonight, yeah, go a little bit spicier. Yeah, right. So you know, when I when I when I nosed it the first time, mm-hmm. did you just smell your microphone again? I, I did. Okay, fair. Uh, so <laughs> the first time, I don't know why you do that, but uh, yeah, you know, I always get. I was talking. I'll get caramel. No, it's butterscotch on this one. Okay, I get a lot of butterscotch on okay. that on that nose. So and that's something on the aroma piece. You know, it's going to be strong, a, a stronger nose mm-hmm. uh, because it is darker. But then that taste, I got a lot of fruit, a sweeter fruit than anything else. Right. Personally. What did you, when, when you. When I, you I just, I just had a sip and I was like concentrating on talking. So oh, fair I, I enough. Am... No, I, I, I get a lot of nice sweet fruit when I, when I tasted it. It was, it was actually very subtle, but very sweet at the same time. I, I really enjoy. Yeah, I'm getting. It. I'm getting. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely. I mean, you know, hitting your molars, Ooh. sweet, but uh, they're 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 sweet notes. Mm-hmm. And as enough. it sits, the after, yeah, it's uh, it's that oaky. Yeah, I don't want to say it's not, but it's fruit. It's not apple. It's 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 something apple adjacent. More, is, like a, <laughs> is it more of like a riper apple, or is it just you know? Is there something different than apple, like a pear, maybe? Yeah, I don't see. I don't eat pears. See, mm-hmm. and that's the thing about tasting and smelling. Yeah, you have to have a a, a, a wide palette, yeah, palette of yeah. uh, experiences to. Mm-hmm. Well, that does taste like <laughs> bottom saddle, second shelf shavings of <laughs> Tabor saber tooth lamb. I don't know. Um, no, it's very. It's actually very good. If you if you were to well, you married this one, but if you were to just to go out and try something, and you'd never had the old Forester, you would be pleasantly surprised, I think, as to how how how, how good it actually is. Because something, and that's when when something we talk about, you got to try something you never had before, right? You know, you have your mainstays, you know, you have your favorites, but if you mm-hmm. just want to, you know, take a step out of your outside yourself, try something new. It's approachable um, yeah. on the price. Um, uh, price wise, I'm looking for that right and, now. And uh, it, it was it was twenty five bucks on the shelf. Really for that? Yeah, yeah, that's very reasonable. Yeah, yeah. So that's not so bad. Yeah, the other ones you're getting up uh, over thirty uh, okay. in the thirty, not quite over forty yet, depending on the on the bottle. And again, they have you know specials and things that come out. Right. Um, but this one, you know, fifty one percent needs to be corn to be a, a, a bourbon. This is at seventy two percent corn, eighteen wow. percent uh, rye. Ooh, that's a nice match. I think that's uh, and then ten percent malted that's barley. That, that's where that spice is coming from. Is on that right? Yeah, you like there. the you you were you said earlier you didn't know I had a bottle in my bag. I had no idea. And you pulled out a, a Verner's, which uh, for people outside <laughs> of Michigan is uh, our ginger ale. It actually is the first soda pop ever. So Verner's <laughs> is the original. Um, I did not know soda that. pop. Yeah, that's that. uh, yes. Verner's is the original. Uh, it's the original ginger soda, and it is the original. Soda pop, really? It is, uh, but Verner's is our our ginger ale here in in Michigan. Yeah, uh, it's available around, but uh, uh, it's 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 a, a decidedly Michigan 
treat. Uh, it's a little different, and it's aged in oak barrels itself. Is it really? It's, uh, yeah, it's. I uh, should read more about these guys. Uh, Verner's, yeah, Verner's <laughs> is a is a oak. Uh, tradition in there as well, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, no, this is nice. This yeah. is. Uh, it's like, hey, I, you know what sounds? Oh, good? you were. Uh, that's what I was. I was you were say. saying, oh, I'm. I'm I, sh- I. I would nice a rye to mix with this. Verner's yeah, would be gin- great. A, and a I'm ginger thinking, rye, man. And I'm thinking. Awesome. And I'm thinking to myself, well, little do you know, <laughs> I had no be, clue. Be pulling a little something, something out of the bag here shortly. So I have a new bucket list item that I have to do now. Uh, head out and hang out it's, with the Kentucky Bourbon Boys. Yeah, it's not, it was already a, a... It's the good old Kentucky Bourbon Boys Blues Band. <laughs> what right. kind of music y'all play here? <laughs> All of it. Country and Western. <laughs> head them up. Head them out. Kick them in. <laughs> so it's just their name. It's just every time I hear their name, the Kentucky Bourbon Boys, I just think... Uh, it's you know the Blues Brothers and the good old but we're the good old Blues but Brothers I, boys pretty certain, band I'm Kentucky pretty style. I'm pretty <laughs> certain there is a Kentucky Bourbon Boys musical group out there though. Oh I, yeah, uh, I'm pretty certain that they are. There is. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know. So move them out. Head them up. <laughs> Raw high. Stand by your man. You know, you know. Thank you to Beth Underwood for uh, uh, connecting us. Yeah, for yes. introducing us to these guys and connecting us. And you know, there's so much to learn, and we still have so much to do mm-hmm. uh, with the man cave, and you know, just broadening our horizons and our palettes. And as we continue to do this, it's just going to get that much better. Yeah. So all right. Well, we left we left Old Forester, right? We yeah. I, I digressed on the Verners, and then we were trying to get back to the Kentucky Bourbon Boys, but. Yeah. Um, before we leave the old forester, yeah, uh, kill Mary Screw, right? Are you gonna are you gonna buy it? Are you gonna take it home, or are you just gonna? Uh, is it dead to you? I would I would actually marry this and have yep. it up on the shelf. Marry it, bring it home. Yep, yep. I would too. Uh, it is going to be here um, on the bar cart here mm-hmm. at the uh, podcast Detroit Northville studio. So if you ever come by to visit us here yep. at the uh, podcast Detroit Northville studio, you are most welcome. Uh, until this bad boy is empty. Yep, uh, and at uh, twenty five bucks. Probably replace them. Right. But if you do, if you do, uh, sip responsibly. That's it. Yes. So, uh, uh, yeah, Podcast Detroit. We, uh, we're we here because we're – as they chimed in, I wanted to – we got a little rolling a little late. but uh, uh And they chimed in straight away because I wanted to say that we're here yeah. doing our first Man Cave happy hour in our, our – Podcast Man Cave. Yeah, that's actually Podcast it, Detroit. This yeah. is a yeah. This is becoming our podcast Man Cave. Oh my um, gosh, things have things have really uh, evolved over the past two years. Yeah, when we started this. So oh, yeah, heck yeah, in in our own studios in Podcast Detroit, Northville, and you know it, they're 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 swanky. I just, I, every time I show somebody a picture, they're like, ah, it's pretty awesome. And yeah. then they come in and they're like, oh, oh my gosh. So you know, just to toot our own horns for a second. Yeah. You know, you know, if you ever want to experience what podcasting is like, mm-hmm. you know, it, you want to be able to walk in and talk about your passion, talk about what what's on your mind, but you don't want to have to put a lot of work into it on the backside. Yeah. So it's like an easy button, right? Yeah. So, and that's, that's what, what that's, that's what, what we're we, here for. That's what we're here for. Yeah. So just podcastdetroit.com, mancavehappyhour.com uh, for stuff on us, and yes. then podcastdetroit.com. Because and, and there's, uh, there's uh, what, four, five, six... Seven to eight studios across the metro Detroit area yeah. where you can uh, record your podcast and podcast your voice. Uh, and just, you know, just share your ideas. That's fun. Yeah. 
know, that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. That's how this all started. Yeah. Hey, I got an idea to have some more fun. What do you think? Yeah. So, but fun to me, getting back to circling back to what we said, we circle back to the Kentucky mm-hmm. Bourbon Boys. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so thankful, Beth. Underwood from Talk Bourbon to Me, TalkBourbonToMe.com, connected us. Uh, she's busy. She's uh, she's a mom. Yes. And she's got a senior in high school. Oh. And she's like, dudes, she goes, I love hanging out with you on the show. She goes, but I got a boy in high school, and we're doing something every freaking night this year. <laughs> and it's like, because I teach high school, and you know. uh, I, I teach English 12, and so I see all these seniors, and they're just like... I'm like, why don't you do your damn papers? Well, because I had a game and I had mm-hmm. practice and then I had to do this. And then I, and I'm like, I'll give a crap. Where's your paper? <laughs> I have, having three girls grown up out of high school, yeah, they, all three of them were very active. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So Beth, is, Beth has been super busy and she's like – she goes, while I'm, while I'm busy being mom of a senior in high school, you guys hang out with the Kentucky Bourbon Boys. They'll take care of you. And so far, so good. I like these guys. Yeah. I want to – I want to party with that, dude. <laughs> uh, you know, we you know we're, we're novices. We are self proclaimed novices, and, yeah. and, and you know we we like to learn and like to learn with other people. So you know they were talking about uh, the three boys farm. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, yeah. Just, I just pulled them up. I, I got some homework to do on them. as Okay. Well. So well, that's the thing because we have in in Michigan because uh, of Man Cave Happy Hour coming to you from uh, the podcast Detroit Studios here in Safety. fabulous. Northville, Michigan. Say it again. <laughs> uh, we, uh, we, but in Michigan, we have uh, a little wine country going on, mm-hmm. and there's a, there's a pretty cool wine tours that happen. It's actually across the state, but it's really the cluster in the main part what's, and the really great part. What's it, the parallel? Is uh, I don't know, 48, 48 I want to say. Parallel, like 48. I think because we're down around 46 here, so okay. I think it's 40, 47, 46, 48. Um, but uh, yeah, it, uh, it's it's wine country here in Michigan, uh, up in the Leelanau and Mission Peninsula hmm. uh, by Traverse City, Michigan. If you if you hold your hand up, you you got your your if you look at the palm uh, of your right hand, left hand. Uh, Is it right hand or left hand? Left hand. You look at the palm of your. <laughs> look at the palm of your right hand. <laughs> okay, Is that's that... Michigan. Okay, fair. I'm not from Michigan. <laughs> I've been here a long time, though. <laughs> Shut up. So if you're looking at, I'm cutting you off. Uh, I've had you've, you've had a you've had a two. Yeah, what's the problem? You're just busting my job. So if you're looking at the palm of your right hand, it's not hairy. Um, <laughs> so uh, no. So if you're looking at the palm, of, that's pretty much a map of Michigan. So where your pinky and your and your ring finger uh, meet there, yeah. that's that's kind of the Traverse City Bay. Area in the Leelanau Peninsula, there, there at the tip, oh, okay. of, tip yeah, yeah. of your pinky, got it, uh, and where the pinky and the the, the ring finger connect. That's kind of where the Leelanau Peninsula. It's just if people give people a visual, uh, but we got a really cool. It's it's a really cool wine country, uh, and there's there's some there's distilleries popping up there. Really? Uh, there are on the west coast. There's several. It was Copper Craft. Mm, right. uh, we talked to them. Uh, one of our first man caves. Yeah, that was during a. We got a. We got a bottle. The bottle they gave us that night. I still haven't cracked. Really? Still sitting on my shelf. Yeah. And then uh, there's. Uh, uh, yep. Hol- uh, yep. And then there's uh, uh, the uh, beer barrel. Mm. Beer barrel. Barrel beer bourbon. Mm. Uh, there's several popping up on the west side of the state. But uh, so the wine country tours uh, in in Michigan, it's great, you know. But the thing about the cool thing about the ones in Michigan with the wine stuff, they're really they're clustered really closely together. Mm. There's there's a crap ton of them. If you go up and down those two peninsulas. Um, you're hitting. So you I can, mean, you, you can't. 
you can't you can't hit them all the uh, way the way I hit them. Uh, you know, staggering from one to oh, the other. Oh, good you? lord, man! <laughs> just call up. Colleen was like, we were up there and we were camping, and we camp like just the, probably about forty minutes away from there, forty minutes an hour huh. away, forty minutes outside of Traverse City, and so we would we drive in from the campsite and then do the. the we had our bikes with us, and she's like, oh, we should bike. Up and down, but there's no sidewalks, and it's like a little two lane wow. road. And I'm like, there ain't no way I'm driving my bike <laughs> on this two lane road with all these drunks pulling in and out of these distilleries. Yeah, I've seen Pet Cemetery. Yeah. People are not, not happening. Are not as bright as they should be. I'm uh, wrap some metal around me before I'm uh, jumping on the road with these nutbags. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there was a bike trail, yeah, maybe, but there's not. Uh, and you know, be responsible, but not everybody is. Right, so it gets, right. a, it gets a little. It's a little treacherous out there. I wouldn't want to be on a bike just on a side of, on the yeah. edge of a two lane road, We're or even not even not even not even drinkers, but uh, texters too. People oh, distracted drivers. It's dangerous. I'm like, honey, let's 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 leave the bikes <laughs> aside. So so that was a good decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but so I I so thoroughly enjoy rush running up and down the Michigan wine country. I'm I'm just itching. To go hang out with the Kentucky Bourbon Boys, and and have them take us up and down the Bunny Trail, yeah. known as the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. Yeah. <laughs> so now Mary was actually looking at this last year yeah. for us to do a tour of the Kentucky uh, uh, Trail. Yeah, but instead I made a stupid decision to go the other way into the Virginia area instead of going through Kentucky because mm-hmm. it would have taken a day, you know, an extra day or what have you. I made a poor decision, so. Now she no. This just makes it that much easier, so we can actually go and have well, folks to show us around, and we'll have some friends down there. So right. I'm, I'm extraordinarily looking forward to that. So again, uh, Tim, Ethan, Chuck, thank you for being with us earlier, mm-hmm. and Beth, thank you for connecting us, and uh, thank you uh, for listening. We have, we appreciate you being with us. Mancavehappyhour dot com. Yeah. PodcastDetroit.com. Find, yeah, find us on the Instagram, on the Twitter. It's all out there. Say yeah. hi. Make a comment. You know, go in. What you want to do, go in and just like and just say hi. And then do. we'll stalk you vigorously afterwards. That's it. So, That's it. That's... But, you know, we, we want to know what your uh, comments are, what you think, yeah. because this is a craft. We're trying to get better at it. Let us know. And uh, we'd love feedback. Yeah. Uh, timely. We don't like to be timely, but uh, coming up on February 13th, uh, there's a uh, puppy love. It's puppy love. We're at the it's, Detroit uh, Shipping Company. Detroit Shipping Company, yeah. where the other the downtown Detroit podcast yes. Detroit studio is. Correct. Uh, for a special puppy love drinking with dogs. So we'll be out, uh, and we do it all. We do it all the time. So follow us on the Twitter. Uh, Man cave happy. Her. HR, uh, make you happy hour on, on the Twitter and Facebook because uh, our events are out there and because we yeah, we have that one uh, and then coming up after that we're at the Stray Cat Stray Cat Lounge yeah Stray Cat Lounge we got that coming up at the beginning of March Which and is Stray Cat Lounge they were our second I think that was episode and we are going yeah. to revisit with them and uh, say hi and catch up with them a little bit yep. so so uh, and lots more. Uh, on the horizon. Oh yeah. my God! Astronomicon. Oh, is yeah. this weekend? Ming Ming Chen from uh, Comic Book Guys. Yeah, uh, is going to be in town. Oh boy! And uh, my calendar's clear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I was hanging out with the podcast Detroit guys, Bob and Dave. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, you throw Ming Chen into the mix. 
uh, it's going to be nuts. Yes. Him and him and Mike. Uh, Mike. Mike isn't coming to town. I'm really bummed that Mike oh, is going to be here. Uh, but Ming's going to be here. It'll be goofy. And then a few of the other uh, guys from Clerks. Mm. Uh, one of the guys, and this is his first con. He's never done a really? con before. Is a, Yeah, I forget which one of the dudes. I know that feeling because I actually did my first – I went to my first con last year. Yeah. No, I know that feeling. You walk in there, you know, you, you have some expectations, but you really don't. Right. But then you walk in, there's just so much to see, so many people to uh, – to a lot of great, great people watching it. Yeah, now, but, God, yeah. But yeah, he he should have a good time in Astronomicon. Yeah, yeah. Well, we first. just got our uh, we just got our press credentials for the uh, Great Lakes. Really? Uh, Comic Con? Yeah, Matt. Hey, Matt. We got our credentials. For... <laughs> hey, cool. Uh, <laughs> When's so, that? Let me clear my calendar. Uh, March. That's a that's a beginning of March. All right. Um, as long as so it's not the fourteenth. Great Lakes. Yeah. So the Great Lakes Comic Con. Which is uh, at, at Macomb, so we'll be there, uh, and we'll be doing live man caves. So uh, yes. it's just uh, yeah. So lots. Of, so follow us on the on the socials, yeah. and then we'll have reports from each of those places. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's loosely reports. It's more like we're drinking at those places. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna, so when we we're say, gonna go, we're gonna go out drinking. When you say loosely, yeah, there's, so it's gonna get real loose. Real, we're quick. gonna go. Oh, but freaking Ming Chen and Dave and Bob. Yes. And trouble in detroit yeah cue the david bowie panic in detroit <laughs> i thought you're gonna go smith's hang, i, asked for no I thought you're gonna go hang the dj because you know that just happens too so. oh yeah yeah so yeah that's uh that's that's what's on the horizon uh for us i don't yeah. know yeah uh, you know uh, jamie you did I, something we gotta end it but i don't okay. just i just can't uh, no you go ahead i, just, I just want to keep going no you did something in the month of january what oh yeah I did. you did you did a little bit of uh Dry, dry January. Dry, dry January. I cheated Kidding on January 18th because I got invited to DJ uh, at Smalls. Fair. Uh, so I was like, ah, you know what? I And I, I could have probably said, ah, you know, I'm not going to drink. But, uh, you know, you get uh, – when you DJ and, mm-hmm. and, and it's like people come up, hey, and they're buying you drinks. And then mm-hmm. the bar, you know, comps you a tab, mm-hmm. you know, and you just walk by the bar. I knew I'd walk up to the bar because right. when I'm DJing and then Mike, the owner of Smalls, and before I get to the bar, he's sliding a Guinness, Guinness. across a bar at me, right. and I'm like, I, ah, you know, and I didn't want to, like, oh, I'm not drinking. Because oh, I actually, I would not, because I was there the weekend before, yeah. and I was just there dancing. I just drank water. I was like, you know, I can be in Smalls and not have a drink. I right, mean, right. it's it's possible. <laughs> I did it. Right. It's a mission accomplished. But when they're like, hey, come back, you know, on the 18th of DJ, and I'm like, oh, 18th yeah. of January, and they're like, yeah, and I'm like, son of a. So you you inspired like, me. You did inspire me because I joined you on that trip. Oh, did you? Fair yeah, play. I did, but I, I I ended up cheating at the end. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I was on a ski trip with the family. Oh, and it's an annual thing that happens. And you know, I I I took my bottle of of Jameson because mm-hmm. it was my bottle. I can take it take it in with me. I bought a six pack of Stella. Stella and drank. And, yeah, exactly. I did that like three times. <laughs> <laughs> you crack it over, you just stare at it. You go, Stella! Exactly. That's exactly what I did. But you know what? It, I, I cheated, but then I took a couple extra days off in February. That's it. Just I will, I will get around to getting a couple days off in February. <laughs> 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 no, I have. What are we at? We're at the 5th? Uh, today's the 5th, yeah. 5, 4, 3. Uh, well, there was one. <laughs> I got a couple. That's right. So super, I made my one super up. Super Bowl happened. Yeah, I, I made my one up. So yeah. But uh, yeah, we got the. You know, thank you for the inspiration. You know, yeah. my, my liver felt better after uh, after that. So yeah. now it's time to damage it some more. That is it. All right, I think we're done. I think we're. I think so. Let's uh, put a cork in it.
Yeah. But thanks for listening to us babble. That could be that could be a thing for the man. That's how we finish. Well, let's put it. Let's let's put a cork in it. <laughs> Jamie, yeah, right, I'll shut up. Yeah, you're funny, <laughs> my friend. It sounds like we've been drinking. Ah, cheers. Ah, cheers. <laughs> That's how we ended.